For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Yes, folks, we're back. However, after a week's layoff, however, with episode number 20 of Wrestling Debate, however, I am the man that is the moderator at the table, if you will, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. 1-724-444-7044, caller ID number 139925-POUND, and the number one you can talk to me right now. And we are expecting our two other esteemed uh, panelists, if you will, the Black Widow, the First Lady of Wrestling, the lovely, lovely, lovely Miss uh, Michelle Lindotts, if you will, the Queen of Extreme, if you will. And, of course, we're also expecting the phenomenal one, the King of Kings, if you will, the King of Swing, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith here, joining us here at the debate table here in just a few minutes, however, ladies and gentlemen. we got an action-packed show lined up for you tonight, however, beginning here right now. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we are ready to go, however, and believe me, folks, we have a lot to discuss, however. Tonight, however, is going to be a very unique night, and uh, it was our own Michelle Lindotts who came up with the uh, idea, and Michelle should be joining us here momentarily here in just a few minutes from now to weigh in with uh, her big thoughts, however, as far as everything goes, however, and tell us, however, mind you, however, and tell us everything and anything under the sun, however. Uh, of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are going to talk here in less than an hour on Revolution, of course, 138055-pound, of course, about last night's SmackDown, a very interesting night of SmackDown, if you will, last night there at the Mohegan Sun Casino in Unicusville, Connecticut. Of course, two new championships were created last night on SmackDown. Also, there were some tempers boiling on SmackDown, both in and out of the ring last night, and we'll touch upon that here in just a little while. But uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the uh, main stories going on in the world of wrestling right now. Of course, as you know, uh, mind you, this past week, of course, WWE presented the party of the summer, if you will, SummerSlam, if you will, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Of course, we saw what happened uh, with the very first ever World Championship, however, uh, involving the Universal World Championship, I should say, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, mind you, a uh, quick side note, of course, last week, SmackDown did a 1.7 rating. Of course, this week they went up to a 1.9, so they kind of improved a little bit last night on their rating in more ways than one, as last week they did a 1.7. Also, Monday Night Raw went up this week to a 2.35, so that is very good news to say the least, considering the fact they were a 2.1 the week before. And, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to uh, give you an update on Brock Lesnar, if you will. Of course, Brock Lesnar, who earlier this week was fined $500 for his actions following... his fight with Randy Orton, however, this past Sunday, and who was supposed to be suspended for up to two years, however, following the failed drug test, however, at the UFC pay-per-view, however, for two years now has been reported he might be only facing a one-year suspension instead, however, rather than two years. 
So that is uh, shocking, surprisingly interesting news, to say the least. It just came out earlier today, however, if you will. Um, also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for you people in the Minneapolis, Minnesota area, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, pre-sale tickets went on sale earlier today. All you got to type is Raw Mini, M-I-N-N-Y, and you can get tickets now for the Monday Night Raw show that will be held on Monday night, October the 24th. Yes, folks, Monday night, October the 24th, there in Minneapolis, Minnesota, the home of Wade Keller and Jason Powell, my two good friends at the Pro Wrestling Torch and ProWrestling.net. I know we'll be attending that show in Minneapolis, if you will. Of course, uh, tickets went on sale today for the Go Home Show, if you will, for the Monday Night Raw show the week before Hell in a Cell. Of course, that'll be held on Monday night, October the 24th. And speaking of Raw, ladies and gentlemen, of course, this Monday Night's Raw should be a very interesting show coming up to you live this week, live from Houston, Texas. Of course, uh, they will be live at the Toyota Center this coming Monday night. Of course, the big match this Monday, of course, is the big fatal four-way to see who will be crowned the new Universal World Champion. Of course, originally it was supposed to be Finn Balor after defeating the architect Seth Rollins, however, this past Sunday at the Barclays Center at SummerSlam. But due to a unforeseen circumstance uh, way beyond his control, if you will, no pun intended, uh, unfortunately, Finn Balor got hurt. As a result, however, literally he dislocated his shoulder, we first thought, however, but later we found out it turned out to be a torn labrum. As a result, late yesterday afternoon, uh, Finn, of course, did have surgery in Birmingham, Alabama to repair the torn labrum, and as a result, he will now be out of action, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, until late this year slash early 2017, however, possibly maybe January, February, four to six months due to that surgery, however, uh, surgery he had yesterday. Um, all of us at the show, of course, and all of us uh, fans worldwide like to wish him nothing but a very speedy recovery. I know it's going to be a while till we hear uh, anything from him, but uh, as a result, he did drop the Universal World title, the title that he did win, however, on Sunday night, however, to Seth Rollins in a very good match at SummerSlam, however, Monday night on Raw. As a result, they had a tournament, if you will, to determine who would be the next four guys to go after that belt. And as a result, here is what the matches were consisted of. Sami Zayn taking on the architect, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, of course, won his match. Kevin Owens taking on Adrian Neville, the man that gravity forgot, of course. Chris Jericho, Owens' new friend, if you will, uh, helped him win that match and qualify. Uh, Roman Reigns took on Chris Jericho. Of course, Kevin Owens tried to help... Uh, his friend Jericho in return later in the evening, however, but unfortunately Jericho's chance went out the door, and as a result, Roman Reigns' uh, ticket was punched. And also, uh, believe it or not, uh, Big Cass. Yes, folks, Big Cass. Colin Cassie, the seven-foot monster of Enzo and Cassie, if you will, took on the Russian bear, Rusev, if you will, or the Bulgarian bear, if you will, Rusev and his lovely wife, Lana. I Trying to play nice here, even though I'm not a big fan of Rusev and Lawrence by any means. As a result, uh, Rusev is still selling the rib injury he suffered at the hands of Roman Reigns in the night before at SummerSlam. And as a result, Rusev was counted out. And because of this, uh, Big Cass thereby punched his ticket into the Fatal 4-Way. So this Monday, ladies and gentlemen, it will be a Fatal 4-Way to see who will determine to become the new Universal World Champion now that Finn Balor has dropped the title as of this week. Uh, some other notes coming out of all this past Monday, the lovable, huggable, 
one of my favorites, Bailey, if you will, make her raw debut this past Monday, taking on Dana Brooke. Of course, Charlotte Flair, as you know, sent out her protege, Pitbull, uh, little uh, puppy, if you will, however, to be handled by uh, the lovable, huggable Bailey. And on our first night, let's just say Bailey put up a good fight against Dana Brooke, and as a result, did defeat Dana Brooke right there in the center of the ring, one, two, three. Now, the reason why that happened is because the night before, apparently, Charlotte Flair, however, did defeat the boss. No, not our boss. Mr. WCW US himself from Trinity, North Carolina, Chad Inchup, but the other boss, the boss from Boston, if you will, the former WWE slash NXT women's champion, if you will, Sasha the Belfast Banks. As a result, Sasha will be out for about a month or two due to some injuries. She uh, has been uh, nursing, if you will, most notably her neck and back. As a result, however, Sasha fought a pretty good fight, however, against Charlotte Flair, however, on Sunday night, however, despite the fact that uh, Charlotte had stooped to some uh, illegal maneuvering, I thought, however, in the end, however, it turned out to be, uh, well, not a good night for the boss, so to speak, and as a result, she fought hard, don't get me wrong, she fought great, she fought hard, but in the end, it just became too much to overcome, and as a result, for the second time this year, however, and Third time in the past two years, however, Charlotte once again has a title that is around her waist. Let's just say, of course, the longest title that she held prior to uh, dropping it from Sasha Banks just a few weeks before in Pittsburgh, my hometown of Monday Night Raw, was the women's championship belt, if you will. As a result, Sasha did win that belt, however, from Charlotte, however, the night after Battleground about three, three and a half weeks ago. But unfortunately, after only holding it for just about two or three weeks, however, in her first reign as champion, she had to give the title back, unfortunately, to Charlotte Flair once again due to some injuries. But I can tell you this, folks, I think uh, once uh, Sasha heals up and is ready to go once again, I think she'll be uh, finishing off her feud with uh, Charlotte. There's no question about it. I think she wants that title back, and I can't blame her. I can also see her getting in some programs maybe with uh, possibly Bailey again. I mean, these two last year had some great matches, as you know, at NXT, of course. Who could forget the memorable match they had in Brooklyn that stole the show? And then who could forget the great 30-minute Iron Woman match they had at NXT Respect in October? And these two girls really know what it takes to get it on in the ring. And uh, they might not be the best of friends, I don't think, outside ring, unless I'm wrong, however, but if they are, uh, these two girls uh, last year really stole the show both times, however, and I'll tell you what, speaking of stealing the show, uh, I want to talk about a couple of matches I just saw recently about NXT, recently that uh, I want to weigh in with my thoughts, and I'll talk about that in just a second, but uh, getting back to Sasha and Bailey, these two girls really stole the show uh, last year, as you know, at uh, NXT Brooklyn. Of course, uh, there in uh, the night before SummerSlam, and then again in October at NXT Respect in a 30-minute Iron Woman match. Um, I would not be surprised to see these two get it on once again uh, down the road, possibly once Sasha's healed. And uh, it'll be interesting to see who turns on the other. How I imagine Sasha will go back to being a heel, maybe, or maybe Bailey will go heel. We never know. But uh, nevertheless, I'll tell you what, folks. If uh, you've not seen Bailey before and uh, this is your first time watching, I think you're going to be in for a real treat. I can tell you that right now, folks. I've watched Bailey for a few years now. I am a huge fan of hers. I think she has great potential. She's just an absolute treat to watch. She reminds me a lot of my other girl, Becky Lynch. She brings enthusiasm. She brings passion. She brings heart, charisma, all those things to the table. And I think she's going to be really good uh, to watch as uh, she is now on the Monday Night Raw show as of this past week. But I'll tell you, the other diva that you better watch out for, folks, is Nia Jax. I mean, I've said this girl many times over over the last few months or the last several months. 
I mean, this diva is very strong. This girl is very mean. This girl doesn't like to play games. This girl goes out there and wants to hurt you in the worst way possible. And I'll tell you what, if I'm someone like, say, Dana Brooke or Charlotte or even Bailey or Sasha, however, or let alone uh, Becky Lynch, I'd be very careful not to cross this girl. This girl means business. This girl means what it takes to get the job done. And she just absolutely goes out there and mauls you like a freight train. And I'll tell you right now, uh, if I'm Charlotte Flair right now, I know uh, you just got the title back a few days ago, Howard. But if you think you're going to be all smug and cocky and arrogant with that belt for a while, you better have another thing coming. Because right now, I think there's one person that could stop you at this point. And it's not Bailey, It's not Sasha. It's definitely not uh, any of those girls. Not even Paige. Even though Paige is going to be back in a little while down the road after serving a 30-day suspension and healing up from injuries. And I think we could see an interesting program come out of that, maybe, between Paige and uh, Charlotte Flair. But... It is the unstoppable freight train locomotive, uh, let's just say, speedster, Nia Jax. And I'll tell you right now, Nia Jax is one girl right now you wouldn't want to mess with in a dark alley, believe me. And I think Charlotte Flair and Dana Brooke are going to find out if they try messing with her, they're going to be run over quickly before you even can blink out of your own eyes. Let's just say it's going to be very interesting to see if those two will actually have a program with each other, but we'll definitely keep our eyes and ears peeled. Okay, with that said, let's give you the number again. one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID number three nine nine two five. Don't forget at nine o'clock tonight, Dorothy Smith and I will have your latest news and update uh of the world of wrestling today. Of course, uh, we like to send out a very special happy birthday to three special people today. First off in the world of wrestling, uh the chairman of the longest uh term company, however, has been around since the mid seventies and took it over from his father and later became the owner himself, Howard. Yes, folks, I'm talking about the one, the only, Vince McMahon Jr., if you will. Yes, folks, Vinnie Mac himself, turning 71 years old today. Happy birthday to him. Also, ladies and gentlemen, a very special happy birthday in the form of uh, one of the most unique wrestlers of his time, however, the soul man himself. Yes, folks, I'm talking about Rocky Johnson, the father of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, of course, Rocky Back in the day, of course, I was a very unique wrestler. Of course, he formed a tag team with Tony Atlas. They called themselves the Soul Patrol. Uh, of course, uh, they were the tag team champions in the WWF in the early 80s, however. Of course, uh, Rocky today turns 72 years old today. So, happy birthday to him. Of course, uh, as you know, he was also known at one time as Sweet Ebony Diamond, of course, uh, in his career. Uh, he is a two-time AWA Southern Tag Team Champion, and in the WWE, as I said, however, a Tag Team Championship once, however. Of course, he held the belt with Tony Atlas, of course, back in the 80s, of course. They were a very unique team back in the day. In fact, however, I'm looking at their stats right now, believe it or not, referring to uh, Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas. They held the belts, believe it or not, as we said, one time for 154 days, however, for dropping the belts in April 1984 to the north-south connection of the late great Dirty Dick Murdoch and adorable Adrian Adonis. Of course, they won the belts originally from the Wild Samoans off on Sika, however, on that show in November of 1983, however, in Allentown, PA, the old Agricultural Hall and Championship Wrestling. Of course, uh, they would drop the belts uh, several months later in April of 1984 from... Um, to uh, Adonis and Murdoch, if you will. So, uh, happy birthday to the soul man himself. And also, ladies and gentlemen, a very special happy birthday to one of my uh, colleagues on Raw Radio, if you will, the human suplex machine, John Gross's mother. Uh, 
Mrs. Gross, uh, from me personally, how I'd like to wish you, and I'm sure all of our fans out there, like to wish you a very special happy birthday today. I hope it's a very special one indeed and many more to come. So uh, for those three people, we'd like to definitely again wish them a very special happy birthday today as it is, again, John Gross's birthday, Mom's birthday today, Vince McMahon's birthday today, if you will, and the soul man himself, Rocky Johnson. Yes, folks, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's father, if you will. Now, as we were saying about NXT, as we're getting back into NXT now for just a few minutes before we get into our main topic of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I was going to tell you about some of the matches that I just saw recently on NXT, and I'll tell you what, uh, if you are not a fan of NXT, however, shame on you. Shame on you, because there have been some great matches to watch uh, so far this year and over the last few months. Uh, Case in point, what happened this past uh, Saturday night at the NXT TakeOver Brooklyn Show Part 2. Samoa Joe and Shinsake Nakamura, known as the King of Strong Style, of course, and the Samoan Bulldozer, if you will. These two absolutely stole the show, I thought, referring to Joe and uh, Nakamura in the main event the other night. It was a very, very entertaining match, of course. Uh, that went 20 to 25 minutes long. I had a chance to watch this match earlier today for the first time. I'll tell you what, if you have not seen it yet or watched it, you owe it to yourself to check it out. In the end, the King of Strong Style, as a result, however, uh, became the new NXT World Champion, stopping the three-month-plus reign of Samoa Joe. As a result, however, he is now officially the new NXT World Champion. And uh, congratulations go out to him, as well as Samoa Joe, for delivering a very good, hard-hitting fought main event. It was also in that main event that we heard later on how that Joe actually had his jaw busted open and separated, if you will, due to a strong kick by Nakamura late in the match. But nevertheless, I'll tell you right now, if you talk about two guys who know each other's style somewhat and are actually uh, on the same page a little bit by delivering a good match, these two definitely delivered in more ways than one uh, the other night at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2. Great match all around. And at the end of the night, the King of Strong Styles, we said, however, definitely uh, for the first time in his NXT career, shocked the world, if you will, by uh, becoming the new heavyweight champ. The question is, how long is he going to become champion? And is Joe going to ask for a rematch? Uh, on both fronts, I can tell you, I'm imagining somewhere down the road, you're going to see a rematch with those two again, possibly. And uh, I definitely think that these two put on a good fight. And these two have nothing to be ashamed about as far as disappointment goes. Um, another match that was pretty good, I thought. However, I mean, I enjoyed watching these two. However, earlier this year in March, our NXT TakeOver Dallas, however, it was, of course, Asuka taking on Bailey. Of course, Bailey, as you know, we mentioned her, of course, is now off on the Raw roster at the time. Bailey, of course, was defending her woman's title at the time back in March against the young Japanese warrior, uh, female princess, if you will, I like to call her, uh, Asuka. And joining us right now, ladies and gentlemen, is the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. However, finally, is uh, Miss Madness has squeezed into the call line. So uh, let's get to her right now. We'll talk about this down the road later on. Uh, Michelle, glad to have you with us here for episode number 20. How are you tonight? I'm all right. All right. Well, I was just talking about some of the things, however, that I've been impressed with over the last few weeks and months as far as NXT goes, but we'll talk about that later on. Uh, we have some big debate uh, on the table tonight, so you brought it to my attention and all of our attention last night, so please share with us what our the big topic is for the evening. <laughs> well, I just thought it would be a good idea to debate um, the superstars that have been injured and had to relinquish the belt over the years, and Chad and I agreed last night, I was going to say last year, she 
last night to do the past 25 years. So you can do top five, whatever you want to do, however many comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I, like I said, if we had time, I wanted to talk about underrated superstars and debate that as to why. That's fun. As to who deserves a push and is not getting it and mm-hmm. why. Yes. And we can do that, and uh, we'll be glad to kick that around, uh, definitely. Uh, of course, I was just also telling everyone, of course, that coming up tonight on Revolution, we'll be talking a lot about what happened last night on SmackDown. A lot of fireworks went down, both on and off SmackDown, and we'll definitely touch upon those. So, all right, with that said, I guess we can do a top ten as far as uh, maybe – yeah, we'll do a top ten as far as the most uh, hurt wrestlers that uh, – uh, you were saying the first topic. Uh, we can do a top ten, so we'll let you do your top ten. I'll do my top ten, and we'd like to hear everyone else's top ten. So go right ahead. Oh gosh, top ten, Jesus. Um, I'm not going to go in particular order. Well, I'll start at ten. Okay. Um, let me see. Uh, I just had a brain freeze. Um, Scott Hall was injured at mm-hmm. one point. Yes. Uh. Hmm. Let's see. Gosh, I don't even know if I can think of ten. I might be able to think of five. Okay, um, that's fine. That's fine. If you can think of five, that's okay. I I can do. I I know your mind's a little like. Well, let me just say that I'll say one to come to my mind. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Shawn Michaels. Yep, I was thinking of him just now. Yep, that's in my top uh, ten. Triple yep. H. Yes, that's another one that was on my list. Yep. Um. Oh God. Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. That's that's definitely three. So far, you got three of my and three of are on my, those three are on my list. Yep. Finn Balor, which is the most recent. Yep. Um, yep. We were just talking about him earlier to start the show. That's four. Yep. Uh, Seth Rollins. Yep, that's another one. Yep, that's five. Yeah, those um, those five. You got five good ones so far. Those are all my top five out of my top ten. You got so far. Um. Mm, 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 mm. Gosh, it's really hard. Mm. I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah, you you got some good ones so far listed. I was thinking more. I mean, you said the last ten years. I was thinking of other guys too, but oh, Batista. Yeah, that's another one. Six. Yeah, so we got six so far. Yep. Uh-huh. I want to say Kevin Nash. I think he was hurt at one time when he had uh, a championship belt at one time. Yeah, I think over the uh, one time when he was champion, he had to relinquish the belt. Yeah, another one that and comes. I want to say Benoit. Yeah, I was thinking Benoit or maybe Bret Hart even back in yeah, the day. Yeah, Bret Hart, Owen Hart. Yes, Owen's another one. Austin. Austin, yeah. I mean, those are some names uh, they toss out, they toss uh, out there. Um, Hogan. Hogan, Mick Foley. McFoy's another one. Yes. Yep. There's some other good ones we thought of. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Diggler. John Cena. Dolph Ziggler. We just mentioned, as I mentioned him. Yeah. Yep. Those are two other good ones. Yep. Forgot about them. Those yep. are really good ones, you know. I mean, like, it's really sad that so many of them have been hurt over the years and had to relinquish a title that they fought so hard for. Um, some of them, I don't think they had to relinquish the title, but they were injured still nonetheless. Uh, it sucks. Yep. Uh, right now, the you know the hot topic, and right now it's Finn Balor and how yes. long he's going to be out. And uh, yep. apparently, according to what I read, his injury is a lot worse than what they 
Beckham yes, I, I saw that today. Yeah, I saw that too. That that that's pretty wild. Yeah. And another guy I just thought on this, and you might you probably think I'm crazy about this guy, CM Punk. Oh yeah, yeah. CM yeah, Punk for a while it was out of action, if you remember, and he had a fourth yeah. belt. Yes. Yeah, yep. Right before he, like two years before he died, he got injured. Mhm, mhm. Um. I think the Big Show wasn't he? Yeah, the Big Show he was. Told... Mark Henry tore a um tore ligament. Yep. Edge. Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Christian. Christian. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we got a lot of good Jeff ones. Jeff Hardy. Yep. Jeff Hardy. I forgot about him. Yeah, that's right. Jeff Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. Both yep. of them. Both of them were out of action. That's right. I forgot yeah. about them. Damn, JD, you got my brain going now. Huh? <laughs> we, we've we've we forgot the top. We screwed out threw out the top ten, five now. We we've, we're going past those limits now. We're, we're like at top twenty now. Hell. We're near twenty right now. Of, um, I think over the years also. I want to say Ron Simmons. I think so. Yeah, when he was back in the day, WCW. Rick Flair. Yeah, Ricky Steamboat. I think once. Ricky Steamboat, Ultimate Warrior, was once. Savage. Yep, Savage. So yep. I mean, there's there's a, there's a lot of good ones. It's a really been, good list. Yeah, it's a really list. good list so far. Yes, so. We've definitely come up with some good ones. I mean, no question about it. And now we like to hear from you guys. But, I mean, if you have any more, I mean, we're, we're going to keep on throwing them out there. Um, let me think. Another couple guys. Um, I think Tommy Dreamer one time. Yes, Tommy Dreamer, Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. Raven. Raven, yes. Rob Van Dam. Brock, Brock Lesnar. Brock, yep. Terry Funk. Terry Funk, yep. yep, yep. I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys over the years of uh, taking a beating. I mean, they'll, they'll still uh, keep on playing. Uh, Perry Saturn. Yeah, I forgot about him. Malenko and Eddie. Malenko, yep. And Eddie, yep. So, I mean, there's, there's the, Ray Jr. Uh-huh. So, I mean, there's definitely been a lot of people over the years who've had a lot of nicks and bumps and everything in between. However, I mean, some of them have been serious, some of them have been light, however, and some of them have gone re-hurt in the same injury or developed new bumps and bruises. But they, they're, they're still warriors and they're still troopers, no matter what. But sometimes they have to uh, take it easy and uh, not overdo it, mind you. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, this, the, the saddest ones, well, they're all terrible, really, but, like, uh, Finn Balor broke my heart when he had Yeah, I think he broke a lot of hearts the other night, yeah, when that happened, um, yep. I mean, he was really fighting back tears, like, you know, he was really trying to be a good sport about it, but I know Yeah, but you could just tell he was getting emotional, yep. Mm-hmm, no question. Um, but, you know, it's sad to see the, see, see people like that that you've watched for so many years, love, care about, you consider family yourself, and, you know, right. they have to sit on the sidelines, you know, it, it sucks. Yeah. Definitely, no question about it. And speaking of Brock, however, I'm sure you heard by now, however, and if you didn't, they have now cut off a year, maybe a year off his suspension. They're saying now he could be facing a one-year suspension rather than two years from the Nevada Athletic Commission, according you, to You know, I have something to say on that, J.D., actually. Honestly. Please, um, share your opinion. You know, I, I'm a huge Brock Lesnar fan, and, I, I, and I'm going to say, as I said before, I don't approve of the way it ended. Because, like I said, when he took his gloves off, I knew it was an oh shit moment, and I knew yeah. it was going, it was about to get uglier than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, the looks on the fans' faces and the audience really made me a little disappointed in him. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that he's such a big dude and where he's come from, and he he knows his strength capabilities. He does. Yeah. But like I said, he's a fighter. He's hungry when he's in there. I don't think he faints. I think he's like. I'm going to do this, I'm going to get it over, win or lose, and then I'm out, I'm gone, you know. Yeah. But um, 
the, the look on the fans' faces, like, you know, especially some of the kids, like, in terror, you know. I oh, mean, yeah, just, I saw I saw them today. Huge, yeah, I watched some of them today. It was like, yeah, It, oh it was God. a huge, huge puddle of blood yeah. from Randy Orton. And, like, that, you know, that shit wasn't fake. You know, no. it wasn't Mm-mm. fake at all. Nope. Um, so, like I said, I was a little bit disappointed in Brock. But then again, like I said, I know the, the background, the history comes from he's, he's angry, he's hungry, blah, blah, blah. But still... He should have known to chill out a little bit, and I think that Paul Heyman was trying to get him to chill out, and he just he he gets in that zone and he doesn't listen. I mean, you know, and everybody wants to call him a bully, and they want to call him such you know so many bad names, all stuff. Yeah, maybe to some degree he is, but um, he is a tremendous fighter. He yeah. has a tremendous he's had a tremendous career. Um, you know, like him or not, I mean, yeah, he has his faults as well as everybody else. I mean, you know. Uh, you know, now Seth Rollins is a hot topic, too, on that, because they've said that he's injured so many superstars and that he's on a record streak. And Bret Hart even quoted and said that he was on a record streak. And if they didn't do anything about him, that he was going to end up killing somebody. Yeah. And, you know, that to me is like, um, you know, it, it reminds me of them accusing Ray Mysterio of that guy. Uh, I can't think of what his name was, that he wrestled at night. Um, that Mexican dude or whatever. Oh, I know who you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just reminds me of that. And it's like, you know, I don't want to see Seth go that route, but Seth, you know, you also have to take into, somewhat take into factor that he was out for nine months. Yeah. And that's a long time for a wrestler that builds a career on this income paycheck, you know, has to live day to day as well. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Seth does need to pipe it down a little bit, I will say. Um, but, you know, it is wrestling. Injuries do happen. And the way that he did Finn, I, I think he was a little bit too forceful with it, but it happens, you know. I mean, I don't know what else to say on it. That it, yeah. it happens, you know, and they're going to get injured and all that. And it's just sad and unfortunate to listen to all these people say such negative things about such great people, in my mind. Right. Well, speaking of negative, let's talk about last night. I mean, I know this is completely. We're going to touch upon it. It's obviously in a little bit on Revolution. Yeah, let's 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 do. <laughs> I mean, let's uh, talk about SmackDown last night. The whole Miz Daniel Bryan thing. We kind of talked about offline, however, last night. But let's get your take about it now. I mean, personally, I want to go back again and rewatch it a couple more times today. I mean, yes, I understand. Daniel Bryan was a little out of line with the questioning. Don't get me wrong. He was a little bit out of there. But for Miz, the way he reacted, I think, I mean, yes, you said it was his character. It's understandable. And I've told you in real life, I've heard Miz is a real jerk. But do you think maybe how it all went down, it was a little too touchy in a way, however, that really just should have been avoided altogether? Well, first of all, Daniel Bryan called him out. So that right there kind of gets your 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 dirty going, you know, your adrenaline going. You're like, oh, shit, what, what the hell is wrong? Right. Um, for Miz to call Daniel Bryan a coward was way the hell out of line. Yes. But Daniel Bryan said it to him as well, so it was kind of like, you know, tit for tat. Um, right. Do I think it was appropriate? No. Do yes. I think that either one of them are cowards? No. Right. Um, do I think that Miz showed tremendous amount of passion for the sport and what he does? Yes. Um, I saw a side of the Miz last night. I've never seen him. Of him knowing and watching him for over ten ten years now, or mm-hmm. so you know. Uh, so I, I feel I felt his passion, 
and I got it. But then again, like I said, I think they both took it a little bit way too far. Mm-hmm. And I think, and this is another opinion. You can tell me if you agree with me. Sure. You know, we, we agree to disagree. Yes. Um, my thing is, is that um, I totally lost what the hell I was going to say. That's my thing. Um, <laughs> okay. My thing is, oh, damn. Uh, hold on, it'll come to me. Yeah. No problem. It's been a long day. Um, I don't know. It'll come back to me. But my thing is, is that uh, they, like I said, they take it a little too far, and mm-hmm. it was a little bit uncalled for. Um, oh, I know what I was gonna say. So right now, like in ratings wise of Raw versus SmackDown, SmackDown is wiping Raw off the plate. Big time, I agree. Yes, I would agree. Um, So, them fitting a segment in there like that to draw attention and to make SmackDown better to show that feud and continuation and that they can can really outdo and um, draw the fans in and and make the numbers bigger and beat Raw, I think that was a part of that segment with Miz and Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. You know, people are saying, oh, it's scripted. No, no, it's not scripted. I, I think that was genuinely on Mrs. part. The passion part was from his heart. Mm-hmm. The coward part was to stir the pot. Right. Um, let's let's bring the fans in. Let's oh shit moment them and say, oh, oh God, well, are they going to bring Daniel Bryan back now? Are they going to make a feud right. between Daniel Bryan and Miz? You know, it's that attraction that they're drawing right now with their promos, with their segments that is is what is is wiping Raw out right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because Raw right now, they don't have any of that. They don't have any of that. Yeah. You know, and I mean, that reflects upon the whole SummerSlam hype. Yes. SmackDown, hyped, SmackDown hyped it, but Raw did too, but it was only for Seth and Finn. That was it. Same mm-hmm. thing with SmackDown. It was only Dean and Dolph. That was it. It was like the rest of them were just like they were there. If they're going to happen, they're going to happen. Oh, well, we're just going to hype it when we can. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Let's talk about another thing that happened last night, however, and that is the new two belts that came into play, the world's title and the tag team titles. What's your spin and take on those two new belts? Um, Tag team titles are definitely awesome. I, I like them. They look really good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I do too. I think they're pretty cool too. The uh, heavyweight champ belt is shit. Uh, it's ugly. I don't like the blue. I, I get it. SmackDown is blue. I get it. Um, it's ugly. I think they could have gone a little bit more better route, bigger. You know, something to, you know, like I said earlier, step the game up, make it. Oh, I'll do raw if that's what you need to do. I'll do them. Make your belt bigger. Do whatever you need to do. And um, I, I I don't like the universal champion belt either. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a little bit too much. The red is like, I don't know. I don't know. It just it doesn't fit suit. You know, it really doesn't. I, I think they should have done like a a mild gold, mm-hmm. like with the the heavy gold, you know. Oh, yes. Make it stand out a little bit. But the red and the blue, ugh. Oh my God! It's just raw SmackDown colors. It's I understand it, but then again, I thought they would go a different route color pattern wise. Like I said, tag team belts are awesome. I love them. Yeah. 
Well, like I said, Howard, it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, of course, the big news, of course, coming out last night's show, and we'll mention it obviously here on Revolution here in a little bit, is uh, there is now going to be a tag team tournament, obviously, and there'll be the finals will be held at SummerSlam. Or, well, I say SummerSlam. Backlash <laughs> in a couple weeks where you will be at. Also, there will be a six-person uh, challenge for the new women's title on SmackDown. Uh, give us your take on that one, however, and the competitors in it. <laughs> Um, let's see. So who is it? Naomi, Nikki, Alexa, Carmella, Becky. Maddie, Becky. Yep. Yeah, okay. So it's an A-OK lineup, but, you know, you know what I'm going to say. You know what my choice is. It's Nikki Bella. I, yep. I want her to, to hold that belt again. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not Becky, I would love for them to give Naomi a push. I think she deserves it. Yeah, I would agree. And the way, speaking of Nikki, the way everything went down with Nikki last night and Carmella was very, very interesting. I know you have a lot to say about that one. Oh, I was heated, J.D. Yes. Yelling, cussing, fussing, carrying on TV. I thought it was bullshit. I thought it was a, I'm going to quote Daniel Bryan, I thought it was a cowardly way of her doing that shit. You know, you couldn't do it to her face. You had to wait till her back was turned and, you know, doing a semi-small report, and then you had to be like some raged animal out of nowhere, and then you didn't even let up. You, you After the show on that other show that came on, you attacked her again. Yeah. It, it's like, I mean, do you not have any class? If you want, you obviously have a run at it, but you don't have to act like a raging bull. Yeah, exactly. I would agree. And I, at one point, I mean, Carmella, I only saw her a little bit bits and pieces the last few months in NXT. And now she comes up, she thinks she's going to be this new uh, princess, if you was are calling her the Staten Island Princess. However, on SmackDown, Marvel and Olo never calling her that. And then, like I said, the way she attacked uh, Nikki last night and the way she beat Nikki, okay, that was fine. But then what she did afterward went over the line. I would definitely agree. Oh, and speaking of... So Tyler, did, they, did they count that as her beating Nikki? I think so, yes. That's I believe bullshit. So. Yeah, I think it counted as a victory. And this is going to be kind of funny. Talking about the titles real quick, uh, before I get back into talking more about that Divas... The, I'm saying Divas. I should say women's, but I can still call it Divas too at times. Uh, thing. Uh, this one guy, is pretty, his name's Rudy Leal, and he's from Cold Cafe. We just put up a picture of both titles. Uh, one of them says, New Fiery Doritos Locos title, which is the Raw title. And the Cool Ranch <laughs> title is the SmackDown title. So uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. If I can try to get a picture of it, uh, add it here somewhere else, see if I can maybe, uh, I do have to check it out, but put it on, it's gone, Cold of Cafe. It says, in bef- some people wrote it, in before, I'm the nacho cheese guy, and the other one says, I'm the cool uh, blue guy or something like, like uh, the squishies you see at 7-Eleven. One's like all cherry and one's blueberry. Go figure. Okay, J.D., I got a question for you. Sure, far away. What was your thoughts, opinions, take on the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt segment? You know, that one was very interesting. I watched that uh, just right before we came on tonight, however, while Chad and I were doing uh, wrestling uh, outside the ropes. However, I had a chance to go back and watch that, actually, right at the end of the show tonight as we were wrapping up on outside the ropes. Um, I think they're leading to a match between those two, and it's going to be very interesting to see how many mind games in the next couple of weeks that Bray plays with the Viper. Because right now I know oh, yeah. the Viper is like absolutely 
stewing and seething after what happened Sunday. And you can only imagine he's looking for payback. And, and, and you know, I think that this is a brilliant matchup. Yes, it is. Um, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think it uh, it's great, but it's like, you know, you went from Brock to Randy, boom, done. Now we're going to start another few. You know, it's just, it was a little bit too much. But I think it's great because I think Bray Wyatt and his mind games, just like you said, is going to bring out that vintage Viper yes. on, on Bray Wyatt. And that's going to be a superb matchup between those two. Oh, yes. And I think you're going to definitely see a great match. No question about it, however, when you go to Backlash in a few weeks. Speaking of which, let's talk about the world title situation now. What about this whole thing with AJ, Dolphin, Dean? What do you make of this whole scenario? <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm on the fence about it. Uh, I think Dean needs a longer run with the title. I think he's worked hard. He's deserved it. But yet, then again, so is Dolph, and Dolph really needs to, to step up. As far as AJ goes, I AJ doesn't have to impress me. You know, I, I mean, I'm not saying Dean and Dolph don't have to because they do, mm-hmm. but AJ doesn't have to because I've watched him for so many years. I know what he's like. I know what he's capable of and all that. But I would like to see, honestly, Dean have a, a, a longer title run. If not, I want to see Dolph win that belt. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, yes, I think Dolph should deserve to get the belt back, but at the same time, I think, however, I mean, Dean has been a fine champion, don't get me wrong, but I think, however, AJ's worth of it now. I mean, AJ has been busting his ass since the start of the year when he came in at the Rumble. He had that thing with Jericho for a while. He then kind of fizzled out a little bit, even though he had a pretty good run with Roman. Then, of course, he got into the whole thing with Cena, and, of course, he owned two victories over Cena including this past Sunday. But now, the thing is, however, do you think Dean's going to back down from AJ, however, despite the fact that AJ's kind of this jealous, uh, angry, uh, stewing type of guy? No. Dean's just going to go out there and be a no-nonsense guy, like sort of like uh, saying, hey, if you want to take the title, you're going to have to come out and just basically pry it out of my hands because I'm not going to let you uh, beat me that easily. And it's, it's going to be a good match, I feel. And we're going to see those two, obviously, I'm sure, have a great match. I mean, they keep saying that Dolph is going to be uh, at the mix tower, and I think he is in uh, the mix tower. So, uh, like I said, I, I think we're going to see another rematch next week between those two. Yeah, I would think so because, like I said, they're in Dallas next week. They're uh, want to do a, uh, a good rating. Obviously, they had a good rating last night, one point nine compared to one point six uh, the week before, mind you. However. Uh, so it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do in Big D, but uh, we're going to talk more about that, of course. Uh, SmackDown, as you know, of course, having their first, uh, no, I can't say it, pay-per-view since the split, however, coming up in a few weeks, of course, two weeks, uh, three weeks on this Sunday, I should say, in Richmond, of course, where our own Sheldon Dodds will be attending the show, if you will, however. And then at the end of the month, however, on September 25th, however, WWE Raw presents Clash of the Champions live from Indianapolis, Indiana at the Conseco Fieldhouse. My very good friend Greg H. will be attending the show, so that should be very interesting. You know, I uh, also saw today that uh, NXT is coming to Richmond. I can't remember when. October. October. I think uh, they'll be in Baltimore, Richmond, and Norfolk. Yes, so uh, there you go. Uh, So you got two good events coming out in your neck of the woods there, Michelle. I think hopefully NXT will be up here in November in Pittsburgh. I'd like to see them come back to Pittsburgh in November, but I know... As I mentioned, uh, I think it was last night. Yeah, I think it was last night towards the end of the show. They're going to be doing shows in December around Christmas time or before Christmas over in Australia, New Zealand. 
So that's going to be very fun for the international audience this year. I mean, last year they were in London, of course, in Europe, in Scotland, Ireland, and uh, Wales around that time around Christmas. But this year they go three-quarters of the way across the globe down to Australia and New Zealand doing shows in Sydney, <laughs> Melbourne, Auckland, uh, Christchurch, Wellington. So they're going to have a lot of fans down there in the Auckland and the Australia-New Zealand belt line, Howard, that are going to be very interested in. I would be surprised if uh, – I know they have a few Aussies on that roster. I just can't remember which ones, though. But, uh, oh, Billy Kay's one of them, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I think she'll be on that tour. If she's not up in the roster time, that's one diva who I don't think will be up in time. But talk about NXT real quick. I mean, we've seen a lot of the names of the NXT brand uh, already up in the last few years. But right now, which – couple stars, uh, you can name me five, and I'll name five, two before we wrap it up here tonight. Uh, are you thinking right now that NXT really is solely invested in? I mean, they really are behind more and more and want to give a big, serious rub to. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Austin Aries. Yes, I would agree. That's number one. Bobby Roode. Yes. Mm. Gosh, I'm not really much of an NXT watcher. So, um, Hideo Tommy. Yeah, I think with him and the, and Mineiro's getting into that program, it's gonna be a fun program to watch. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh. Um, I guess the Mojo. Yep, that's a good one. Yep. Um, 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 um I, yeah, yeah, um. Would you say Nakamura? Yes, yes, definitely Nakamura. Thank yeah, you. I, I would, I, I would, I would put him up there in a tie with like someone like Oscar. I mean, Oscar is very, very dangerous, and she showed the other night. I watched that match she had with Bailey. Um, just uh, when was it? On Sunday afternoon, actually, just this past Sunday, and uh, that was a good she match. She was in beast mode. Yeah, she was. She, I call her the female Dragon Warrior. I mean, she really is. She had that great match with Bailey in March in Dallas, and she even made it better this time in Brooklyn on Saturday. Yeah. Um, the other team, I'll tell you, the two teams I'm really high on to watch out for in NXT, obviously, are the Authors of Pain. These guys are like the new mm-hmm, Road yeah. Wars. These guys are like the new Road Wars. These guys take no guff, and they are led by a true great manager in the form of Precious Pauling. But the other guys I really like right now, and I'm really in behind more and more, is Gar- uh, Johnny Gargano and Thomas Siapa. These guys yeah. really bring a lot to the table. They're sort of like like a young revival, and the revival are good too. That's another team I forgot. But those three teams right there are the three tag teams I think right now, uh, other than maybe TM61. Even though TM61 still a little green, they're feeling their edges around, and other guys like Ty Dillinger, and you got other people coming into the program, like Tessa Blanchard, Emma Moon, all them. Those are probably oh, I'm a the... huge Ty Dillinger fan now. <laughs> uh, yeah, ten, 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 ten. <laughs> yes. You know, you know, he reminds me of a little bit when I watch him a little bit. He reminds me when I see him, and I watched him for the first time about three months ago. This is the first time I ever watched him, about three months ago. When I first watched him, I thought I was watching the old Pope, mind you, from TNA. He has yeah. that cockiness to him. When he comes out there and he just gets the fans are really starting to dislike him and everyone's chanting 10-10-10 towards him. He just, I don't know if he likes it or he doesn't like it, but he just has that attitude sort of like that, you know? Yeah. He really does. He, he but, doesn't play much into the uh, fan attention. Oh, yeah. Yes. But like I said, I mean, I do think, however, I mean, NXT is just continuing to grow by leaps and bounds. However, obviously, of course, 
Uh, I know they're also doing shows coming up, I believe, in late September, early October out in the Midwest. And, like, I think places like Green Bay, Chicago, Milwaukee, Madison, I think in uh, Des Moines and Seth's hometown. Uh, but they just continue to grow by leaps and bounds all over the world. I mean, it's just like, like I said, the only thing is if they were on the network, however, like I said, I'd, I've watched them every week. But like I said, I always find a way to dig up uh, something on them, however. And uh, like I said, I always add it. So, but uh, I know tonight Ty Dillinger's fighting tonight, and they taped some of the episodes uh, for last week, however, um, for this week's show. So we're definitely uh, going to be keeping our eyes on NXT, of course. Like I said, some of the big feuds right now, obviously, coming out of NXT is what happened Saturday night between uh, Samoa Joe and Nakamura. Of course, Joe having his jaw separated, if you will, in a couple places, thanks to Nakamura, which Nakamura did win the title, mind you. And then, of yeah, course... Yeah, it was a great match. Yeah, it was. It was a fantastic match. I, I enjoyed that one. And, of course, the other one was, of course, the uh, Austin Aries uh, matchup, however, and Bobby Roode making their debut, however. But Austin Aries, of course, getting involved with Hideo Tommy. Of course, Hideo Tommy hitting the... GTS, if you will, however. Let's just say. <laughs> and I'll tell you, when he did that, how I mean, the place exploded. Um, real quick, one final thing, however, I was just looking at, however, and Chen, I kind of, I mentioned to Chen, this is kind of funny, however. Uh, there's talk right now, I don't know if you've heard this or not, however, and Jeremy Thomas put this up on 4 Mania a little while ago, I guess. There's a little, some little fun going on right now, I guess, however. I'm not really sure, however. But there's also talk, however, that The Rock might be setting up a match with Vin Diesel for WrestleMania 33. Oh, my freaking goodness. Yeah, Are you according, joking me? No, according to reports, it says here, Life and Style <laughs> magazine reports the ongoing feud may be actually part of a publicity stunt. The magazine claims to have an insider that told them the following, however. They're playing a huge prank, and it's all for, all for publicity. The Rock convinced Finn to amp up the drama between them so they could turn it into a WWE match to help promote the Fast and the Furious release next year of Fast 8. Fast 8 is due out April 14, 2017. April 22nd would be WrestleMania's date. The Rock, of course, posted the following Instagram back on August 8, calling some of his co-stars in Fast 8, quote, candy asses, and Diesel shortly after confirmed that he was one of the co-stars that The Rock was referencing, too. And... <laughs> There's one other last bit of note real quick, which we'll touch upon, believe it or not, and I just heard this. Apparently, Bobby Lashley is going to be returning to Bell Lauder, believe it or not, for event number 162, believe it or not. That Bobby Lashley's doing what? Doing, I guess he's returning to the Bell Lauder, the, uh, the Lauder event there, I think. Is oh, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Bellator or whatever it's called, I'm just seeing right yeah. now. Yeah, I think he's going to be at the next event, number 162, they're saying here as I'm trying to find this story, but I just saw it a second ago, right before I got into the rock story, mind you. So, but yeah, I, I just, that's one thing I want to maybe touch upon next week. Maybe we can kick that around. Certain celebrities that over the years have been involved in wrestling, which ones have been good, which ones have not been great in the world of wrestling, because I know we can think of a lot, believe me. And one of them, I'll tell you, it's a former champion in his own right, but at the same time, Never should have been a champion, let's just say. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, we can do that next week. Uh, but I'm looking right here. It says here, I just saw it. Uh, where was it? Hold on. I'm pulling it up. Here it is. Yeah. Alexander Shlemenko, S-H-L-E-M-E-N-K-O, and Bobby Lashley returned at Bellotter, 162. Believe hmm. it. So apparently Bobby Lashley, however, mind you, is uh, 
going to be making a return somehow, some way. I'm not sure when he's going to be returning. I'm just trying to find out. It'll probably be the next few weeks, I would imagine. Uh, so let's see here. Um, I'm pulling up now. We'll talk about this. Get into it real quick. Hold on. Da, da, da. Okay, here we go. Did you, um, did you see the Rikishi uh, article about Roman Reigns? No. What did he say? Uh, that if WWE is smart, they'll turn him heel rather than the Usos. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. No, he's talking about his Hall of, his, uh, Hall of Fame induction. It, it's a great article. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you right now. Okay, cool. I'll de- I'll definitely make it a point to check that. I'd like to hear what he has to say about that. That'd be very interesting. Um, I know for a fact, uh, also in Fortnite Mania, Larry Zonka, I know that the football player, put up the top ten weekend matches of SummerSlam. Some of them were from, uh, I guess, the Super J Cup. Some of them were from NXT. Some of them were from SummerSlam, however. Uh, mind you, we'll have to check that out as well. Uh, mind you, I'm just trying to find out this whole thing about when Bellotter and them, when... Last year's returning, however, because I know last week, however, I think he uh, dropped the King of the Mountain title and proclaimed himself champion of uh, a new belt, if you will. I guess TNA got rid of the old King of the Mountain title, believe it or not, last week. Yeah, they did, and they're uh, <clears throat> they're keeping the exhibition title, though, um, which um, DJZ is the number one contender for that. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow night, that's the match with DJZ and Bobby Lashley for that belt. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, I honestly see Bobby Lashley being a smart ass and mm-hmm. getting in the ring and laying down and letting him just pin him because he doesn't want he doesn't want the he doesn't want those two titles because he says it's trash. And right. now that this new title has been announced it's coming to TNA, he wants to run at it. Right, 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 right. And speaking of TNA, how one final thing before we call it a night here, uh, we've said so many times in the past, how, I mean, that TNA is on bar time. I mean, how much more do you think we're going to see if TNA continue to go downhill? Do you think? Uh, well, you know, I mean, right now the only the only issue is right now is management. I mean, Billy Corgan, my God, he was a freaking singer. I mean, I'm going to say, you know, I know Gerard said the same thing. Everybody else says too. I, I don't think he's fit for wrestling. He knows nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And then you got Dixie Carter who just like slides everything under the rug. You know she doesn't run shit right. She is terrible. If you could bring in someone like uh, Taz to run it or um, James Storm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, because he's really he's a free agent right now. Right. Um, I mean, I know he's not with TNA anymore, but he can hell he can still run the company. Or even if you let. Um, Oh my God! I'm gonna give a thing. <laughs> I'm brain dead. That's um, I don't know. I mean, just just anybody really, because like Dixie and Billy are doing a shitty, shitty job. Yeah, they really are. Oh, I would agree. I would definitely agree. <laughs> and it just shows you. Uh, I mean, it's just like I said so many times in the past on all the shows. I mean, it's like a poor man's WCW. What WCW was back in the latter part of the 90s into 2000. I mean, that's what they're kind of doing right now. You know, they're just uh, trying to do anything they can by bringing in big names for a little while, and then they're having their big names in, and then all of a sudden they're kind of losing into either NXT, WWE, uh, ROH, or even Japan, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. the Japan Wrestling Federation. I don't know, but like I said, I, I can see them being lasted a few more months, How I mean, I've said this so many times. Well, I mean, you know, also another thing is, J.D., is you've got a lot of free agents out there. James Storm. Oh, yes. Free agent. Uh, Heath Slater right now is still a free agent. I mean, he's not signed with anybody yet. Yeah. But 
that that might happen. It might not. I don't know. Well, the, um, well, the, the, some of the free agents that they have signed are former. Some of them are former WWE names too. I mean, don't forget, EC3 was Derek Bateman in T, uh, yeah. NXT. Uh, you had Drew McIntyre. Now is um, Drew, Drew Galloway. Galloway. Thank you, Drew Galloway. Uh, Simon. Uh, uh, I said Simon. I meant to say. Uh, what the hell am I thinking of? Damien Sandow now, Aron Rex, who I think so far has done pretty well his first few weeks in TNA. He has done phenomenal. Yes, he has. And what he did in that first promo that first night, however, was very good. I mean, that was a very, yeah. very good promo. I, I, I had tell you what, I, you know what? It's so funny because, like, when he was in WWE, I'll say this real quick because I know we have to go. But um, sure. when he was in WWE, I don't remember him talking that much on the mic. I know he was great when it was when they did the remake of the Mega Powers. That was great, but I don't really remember him talking on the mic much. But the man is brilliant. Mm-hmm. He is. He's very, he's very intelligent. No question about it. And that leads me to wonder: Will TNA uh, see maybe that old footage of uh, what he did back in WWE with like the comedy? Or do you think they're going to play it as like a real serious character for him? You know. Uh. I see him being the one everybody loves to hate because he's going to push his way to the top. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I would, I definitely and, I, and I think he's, he wants to do it now, which is a little bit too soon. But then again, if you look at it, yeah. you really have nobody else. You really yeah. don't have much in TNA. I mean, yeah, it's TNA to, to compare to. Oh, yeah. I would agree. I would definitely agree. Well, we're definitely going to keep our eyes and ears peeled, of course, no question about it. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we will be on here again in just a little bit here with Revolution 138055 Pound. And don't forget this Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, the Black Widow will be back with her own form take of Wrestling Hour with Women's Revolution 139927 Pound. She'll be talking about WWE, UFC, NXT, ROH, whatever she wants to talk about. She'll be glad to take you on her adventure hour, and she might have a few <laughs> guests join her on the show as well. And then this Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, just for one night and only one night only, however, the Black Widow and Gerard T. Smith will be uh, sitting back and cracking up some cold ones. The Iceman and John Gross will take over their show for one night and one night only is a very special thing however with attitude radio 138982 however but you can listen to those two each and every Saturday night however just not this week however but next week they'll be back in the time slot at nine o'clock eastern standard time as they will give you their take of WWE Raw, SmackDown, NXT, everything under the sun. But this week John Gross and I will take you on our adventure however of uh let's just say Attitude Radio for one night however and of course we'll be back next Monday in our usual time slot at three PM on Raw Radio. So uh, before we wrap it up, let's ask Michelle if she has fi- any final thoughts. Michelle, anything else to close it out tonight? Um, don't forget to watch TNA tomorrow night. It's a great lineup for the show. Like I said, Lashley and EJZ and then uh, EC3 and uh-oh. What? Drew Galloway. Mm-hmm. Um, and the special referee, like I said, is Iran Rex. And I don't remember anything else right now off the top of my head, but it should be a great show. Yes, it should. And we'll definitely be uh, watching that for sure, no question about it. And like I said, we'll be back here in just a few minutes, however, we're getting you set up for the Revolution Desk. Gerard T. Smith is on his way in as we speak, however, and has been in here in the studio for the last few minutes getting your news prepared. I will also be joining him on the news desk. John Gross will have your birthdays and dates. Then, of course, the Black Widow, Chad, and Shaw, myself, and whoever else comes on, 138055-POUND. Will be uh, joining us here on the show, so it should be a great show tonight. Again, it was a very good episode here tonight, number 20. Next week, we'll be back with number 21. So, for now, 
reporting from ringside along with Miss Madness herself, Michelle Lindos. This is the Iceman saying so long, and we thank you for listening tonight. Have a great rest of the night, everyone, and we'll catch you again in just a little while. Good night, everyone. Good night, Judy.